don't even can't tell if anybody's out there, but uh, today, today is technical difficulty day at the Red Roof Inn in uh, Albany, Georgia. Maybe you'll still join me. Will you still join me? Are you still down, as Tupac once said? Because the truth is, I don't know what I'm going to do without you, VFFs. Don't know what I'd do without you. It's so hard to not abuse animals. Carnies can fuck themselves. Don't fuck themselves. This is a shot of all vegans. Today, um, I'm happy that you're here because every single day is a blessing with vegans, I think. Day, um, I'm in Albany, Georgia, where you wouldn't believe it. It's uh, They're celebrating high school reunions or, some, or high school graduations or something, but it's December. I said, what are you talking about? And they said, well, there's not, we're about booked at your hotel. And I'm like, this is insane. We're in friggin' albany georgia there's nothing here and so it'll be an interesting day because in a small town i really expect um, police to be called the sheriff to be called when i roll up to a chicken um <laughs> chicken restaurant and say hey here's my truck because that's what it's, it sounds you don't i'm sure you, you've heard the chicken sounds that the, that the chicken truck makes because you've heard my shorts or something right and it's like, blah, 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 blah. it's pretty insane. And so I'm going to be doing that at the local chicken restaurants in Albany, Georgia today. And it's, uh, I'm a little worried because this is the smallest town we've been to. And um, when you're in a small town, Boss Hog is usually your sheriff. And he's right around the corner with Roscoe P. Coltrane going, oh, those Duke boys. I'm going to get those Duke boys. I'm, oh, Boss Hog. I tell you, Boss Hog. What's up, turning veganese? Hey, Valves. Was I the, who was the numquat? Am I the numquat of the year? Um, Who got, who won the numquat of the year? I haven't checked it out yet. I haven't been able to actually watch much video. What's the, op what's the opposite of a numquat? A vegan, Brad McDonald, a vegan. Thank you for so, leaving so many thoughtful, um, so many thoughtful comments lately, Brad. I really appreciate you. You're the best. Be safe and be careful out there. Hello, vegan friends. Hello, the real thing. Um, you know, I I really am a Hannah Moon vegan. I'm actually slightly worried about this one. Uh, just a little. The uh, you know, the devil went down to Georgia because he was looking for his soul to steal. He was in a bind and he was way behind. He was looking to make a deal. And I think that they I think he was talking about Albany, Georgia, because this seems to be a perfect place for the devil to look for a soul to steal. It's it's um I couldn't live in a place like this. I mean, it's cute enough, I guess, but um 
the deep south when you get into these rural towns sometimes it gets a little like rob zombie out here you start thinking like man i don't really want there's only when i lived in virginia i live i worked on a traveling carnival you know and the traveling carnival would <laughs> this is so crazy right so they owned this the the rides and everything we'd roll up and we have a gypsy wagon we take people's money and give them tickets and tickets that go on the ride right typical carnival behavior and then other people would be doing like the 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 stupid midway games like the i don't know catch a goldfish and win a thing or someone's always winning a goldfish at these things for some reason and then or the dude was like okay I'll, I'll guess your weight and give you a thing so you had all this stuff going on right um then but you're in the middle you realize that you're in the carnival and you are in the middle of nowhere there's just forests on most sides of you you don't know how people are living out here at all you know there's forest and um you know fields and at the end of the night everyone goes home and you're stuck there in the middle of nowhere with a bunch of money all the tickets are gone all the people are gone and now it's you and a couple other guys with carnival equipment and money. So somebody's going to stay there. I'm not going to stay overnight, but some people will stay overnight to guard the machines with guns. And then you, with a gun, have to take your money, all your cash money, and get back to the truck. And those those moments were very scary. And I'm, I'm reminded of them in this... I'm reminded of them in this place called Albany, Georgia. <laughs> it was so much fun. I got to watch it. You're right. Rob Zombie supposedly is still vegan. I count him as a vegan. If he's not, then someone's got to tell me because I've been counting Rob Zombie as a vegan for a really long time. I talk about him all the time. Eating vegan is metal. Yeah, you know you know what's funny? So I'm reading um, Isil Mazard's book. And he talks about it kind of like it is metal, like veganism is metal. It's not for everybody. Don't don't ever let it be for everybody because once it's for everybody, it becomes um, quotidian. It loses its sheer, the, the sheen and its luster, and it becomes irrelevant. And veganism can't be made to be irrelevant. It's pretty interesting. Um, like the the aristocrat trying to tell everybody that they can also be an aristocrat. Can they be an aristocrat if they just do what you do? Can they be what you are? I haven't finished Isel Mazur's book, but I'm reading it, and I'm at the very last chapter. Uh, Kindle says I have an hour left to go, and so I'll I'll hopefully be finished with it in the next couple of days. It's hard for me to find time to read on the road. But I've been forcing myself to find time and um, and finish this book because I really want to get to the bottom of where Eisel Mazard is coming from after our conversation. If you haven't seen the full video of his and my um, hangout sesh, please uh, check that out. But he um, was really cool, and I thought it was well, I thought it was a really interesting conversation. And I'm reading his book now. And you just reminded me of it. Eating vegan is metal. Uh, it's kind. Of, he kind of has the same. He kind of has the same opinion. Vegan Talica, master of veganism. I like that. Master of veganism. Hi Benji. So I'm traveling with a person 
who can only whisper. And she's young. She's like 25, let's say. And she has had vocal cord cancer. And um, she's an anomaly. They don't know why she got it or anything. So they had to cut out her cancer from her vocal cords and she's and go through chemo and everything and she's she's good she made it and everything's fine um you know the, the worst is pat behind her except that for the rest of her life she'll talk with a whisper isn't that fascinating it's an interesting an interesting wounded bird and um yeah it was a fascinating person i'm traveling with it's been really fun i never met a person who at that age had had cancer never had met a person at that age who had cancer except for like you know saint jude's like when they you know that's, that's not really like knowing them riding in a car with them for hours so uh yeah i mean it's really interesting to me to have something like that happen at such a young age i mean i'm worried about something like that happening to me but i'm getting old you know what i'm saying um, i'm worried about I'm worried about cancer all the time. Are you guys worried about cancer? I'm constantly worried about it. I feel like I feel like it's always creeping up. It's always creeping up right behind me, right behind me every day. Guys, I am really sorry about the um, about the inconvenience today, but I was having technical difficulties with the Red Roof Inn in Albany, Georgia. It wasn't entirely my fault, but thank you and happy National. Weary Willy Day? What is Weary Willy? Anti-Corruption Day? Oh, International Anti-Corruption Day. I like that. International Day of Commemoration of the Dignity of the Victims of the Crime of Genocide. Uh, that's a long, that's a mouthful. Christmas Card Day is December 9th. Loot Fisk Day. That looks like a lot of guacamole right there. What is a loot fisk? Looks like it's got bacon on it. I don't want it. But I want to know what Weary Willy is. Ninth, on December 9th, recognize the art of clowning and the impact it has on our life. His holiday was named after the, for the character made famous by Emmett Kelly, who was born on this day in 1898. Weary Willie was a unique character in the art of clowning. He had the idea for selling the idea for sad, down-on-his-luck clown did not fit the formula most circuses were seeking for the time being. Kelly put back on the white face and brightly colored costume. Weary Willie. How to observe it. Wear some big shoes. I already wear big shoes. I'm a big person. Pantomime or grab a bunch of people and pile into a tiny car. There you go. You could be a weary will. Wear some crazy socks clowning around to entertain folks. Weary Willie. Read, read Clown, My Life in Tatters and Smiles by Emmett Kelly or Emmett Kelly, The Greatest Clown on Earth by Donald McManus. Or watch The Clown starring Henry Fonda as Emmett Kelly. What? I love M Henry Fonda. Henry Fonda played Emmett Kelly? What in the hell? Emmett Fonda. No, Emmett Kelly. Oh, you know what? There we go. Emmett Kelly. That's him. The sad clown. Weary Willie. He's counting lettuce instead of... This looks like a vegan right here. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tell me that doesn't look like a vegan clown right there. He's got a, he's got a bunch of lettuce. And he's <laughs> that looks like a vegan clown to me. He's counting lettuce instead of money.
Oh, poor Willie. Weary Willie. I didn't know that guy had a name. Emmett Kelly. I love it. These creepy motherfuckers. Look how creepy these guys are. Emmett Kelly. I always thought he was the hobo, like the hobo clown, not the... I don't know, but I want this. I'm going to save this image. I'm saving this image right now. Emmett Kelly. All right. Anyway, back to the action. <laughs> it's happy, weary willy day, guys. He wears some clown shoes, clown around, be a fool. Today's the day. If you ever feel like you were acting the fool or someone catches you acting the fool, please go ahead and tell them, well, it's because I was observing weary willy day. That's why I was acting the fool. I'm not a fool. I was only pretending. I'm pretending to be a clown here for your amusement. Here we go. It's International Anti-Corruption Day. That's the big one. Raises public awareness for anti-corruption. It also encourages the public to work in innovative solutions aimed at winning the battle against corruption. I love it. You know what is the most corrupt thing on planet Earth right now is our food system. How does that relate to vegan, though, Mr. Skyjack Morgan? How could it possibly veganism? I thought this was a show about veganism, not a political show about corporations and 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 evil politicians and corruption you're right but they're connected and here's how you see <laughs> you see corporations pay politicians so that politicians put money in their pockets and then the politician puts his money in your pocket the taxpayer and then he takes your money and he gives it to the corporation and what the corporation does, they say, okay, well, because I paid the politician, I need the politician to simply make a decision, for example, to force um, milk into your kids' schools. Every school must have milk, and every milk must be in the hand of every child. And we need to sneak milk into everything, by the way. We got to put milk all over the place. We want cow's milk in every nook and cranny of this country. And if you can't, you still got to buy it and dump it in the ocean. We don't give a shit. We don't care where it goes as long as we get to keep torturing cows and you keep buying that cow's milk. All you have to do is keep buying the cow's milk. But we don't need any more cow's milk. Shut up, politician. Take this money. Put it in your pocket. You don't need to spend any money of your own to buy the cow's milk. All you have to do is pass a law that makes sure that you, you keep buying it so you can keep, keep taking money from the taxpayer and paying us, your friends, the farmer, just to keep making that cow's milk. Corruption. Perfect definition of political corruption. So, friends, today is anti-corruption day. So if you're practicing any kind of activism, please bring up the fact that veganism is also an anti-corruption movement. We'd like to no longer have politicians be paid by animal agriculture so that they keep stealing money from you, keep giving money to themselves. Some people keep asking me why, why, uh, oh, why is, I saw a video this morning about why is, uh, why is all the prices go, why are all the prices going up at McDonald's? People are like, oh, it's corruption. The corruption really is that McDonald's is so cheap. 
McDonald's should be something like, I don't know, 60% more money, something like that. Because every time you buy a hamburger at McDonald's, you've already prepaid for a lot of that hamburger because most of what's on that hamburger has already been subsidized by the federal government in the United States. And it's been subsidized with your money. You have paid for that subsidized, that subsidy. And now you're paying for what's left. Here's what's left of the money that you should have just given to the farmers for not slaughtering animals. Let's just pay them not to slaughter animals at this point. Anyway, you might put McDonald's out of business, but I think we could all agree that would be a good thing. Happy International Corruption Day. An international anti-corruption day, December 9th. Thank you so much for being here. Don't forget to smash that like button. Smash it, baby. Smush it. Smish it. Nosh it. Hit that like button. Hit the. It's the one with the thumb. Put that thumb right up your um, alley nose. Put it up, right, up your nose. I've never heard of uh, vocal cord cancer, but until recently, hadn't heard of tear duct cancer either. Oh, my God. I never heard of tear duct cancer. Oh, gee whiz, man. Oh God, whispering is whispering is sexy. Yeah, except if you're on a truck. You see, I drive a chicken truck, and my Hell on Wheels chicken truck is um, well, it's loud, and we're driving long distances. So I'm like driving like this, trying to hear her speak. It's pretty funny. She's a she's a pleasant road companion, though. All we have is the present moment. The past and future don't exist, says Brad McDonald. Thank you for that observation. I appreciate you. I wear crazy socks, one black sock and another ever so slightly less sock that came from the same package. How wacky. That is kind of wacky. That's kind of, thank you for celebrating Weary Willie Day with us, Mike the Musical Vegan Beast. You're a goddamn revolutionary. Hello, vegans. Vegan Stallion's back in action. I haven't seen you around so much, Vegan Stallion. You know I love you and I miss you. Um, yeah. Thanks for being here, Vegan Stallion. Make sure you have Karina on speed dial. Who knows how corrupt the sheriff or police are? Well, here's the thing. They're all corrupt. Yesterday, we got all sorts of great press at uh, – we started out at Chick-fil-A. And at Chick-fil-A, we had um, Sheriff – They when they come up, like, you can't be here. And I'm like, well, would you like me to be over there? Like, no, you can't be there either. Would you like me to park over there? No. Okay, well, thank you. And then so I just wouldn't move. And then they're like, we're going to call the cops and all this. And then the press gets there. The press rolls up and starts with their cameras. All of a sudden, they're all super duper nice at Chick-fil-A. They're always like, oh, would you mind just moving four feet that way? Oh, no problem, ma'am. I'd be happy to. Thank you so much. Oh, oh, y'all want to put us out of business, huh? What do you want to do? Make everyone eat and not eat animals? Yeah. Um, if you're making money eating animals, then maybe you should be out of business. Or... Change your business so that you're not killing anyone. That would be helpful. You know what I mean? You don't have to. You don't have to kill animals. You're going to put us out of business. You keep going. You keep going. You're going to put us straight up. I'm like, you see this line out here, man? We'd be happy to put you out of business. Anyway, they're super nice when the press are there. It's kind of funny. All of a sudden, no one, no one's talking about calling the cops. How funny. 
No one's talking about calling the police. We were all over the news yesterday. We were all over. We were in Macon, Georgia. And first we were at the, we got the news. And then um, we drove around the, around the city. People were taking pictures and videos of us. I was, I was all over the place. I went to Popeye's. I went to Buffalo Wild. No, was it Buffalo Wild? I went to all, I went to Zaxby's. Never heard of a Zaxby's. Zaxby's is a big chicken um, restaurant chain in the South. Never heard of it before yesterday. But there's one in there's one in uh, Albany, Georgia, too. So we're gonna be stopping by Zaxby's today. Then we went back. Then we went to the news stations. We're like, "Hey, uh, we sent you a press release. Did you forget about us? We're PETA. Have you heard? We're PETA. Have you heard? We're PETA." And they came out and they said, "Hey, uh, sure, let's take some pictures. Let's make a movie. Let's make a movie, baby." And so they did. Thanks for shopping by. And then while I was there, we were by a we we're by a, a bus station because you know they usually put uh, TV stations and radio stations in, in kind of the bad part of town. And uh, so people, this guy came up. He's like, "Oh my God, I know you're going to heaven. You're going to heaven. You're going to heaven, Scott." He calls me Scott. Scott, you're going to heaven, you know, because you're doing the right word. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Muhammad, Majaza, Jesus and Christ, and da, 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 da. You're going to heaven because you are working to save the animals, and the animals are innocent. You shouldn't, people shouldn't be eating animals. I'm like, well, here's your guide to going vegan so you can join, so you can fight with me on the side of the angels. Thank you so much, Scott. You're marked for heaven. Hey, I got marked for heaven yesterday, guys. It wasn't on camera, but Mr. Tillman was his name. And uh, he told me I'm going to heaven for being vegan. I think you're going to heaven for being vegan too. You know why? Because if you're an animal torturer, if you're an animal torturer, right? And you and there's an afterlife. Do you think you're really gonna be going to heaven? If there's an afterlife and you're an animal torturer, do you think you're gonna be rewarded in the afterlife? I would not think so. No, 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 no. Anyway, so that was that was a fun thing yesterday. This is a channel for vegans. I stated by the meta analysis I referenced yesterday. Thank you. It's important to have those different um, those different tests. You know, the, the the you know the government gives them money even when they assault them, destroy property, and put the public in danger. Look up dairy farmer protests. Yeah, do you want to talk about coal protests? What happens with coal? you're right, but yes. Also. Do you remember um, who was that jerk that was grazing land on uh, was grazing on BLM land? And they had to have a standoff with Obama, and his name was Clyde. Damn, I, I don't remember that guy's name. But they like they, they go and they use their they graze their animals on government land. And when the government's like, get your animals off our land, they have a they want to have a shootout. They want to shoot the government. It's it's the wildest thing. They they hate the government. They hate. They hate any kind of subsidies, but they love the subsidies from the government. It's always them, you know. It's always, it's always the the right wing Republicans that they don't want to, they don't want to lose the money that they're getting, but they don't want to pay any taxes either. This is some something that's so weird. So then let's stop giving money to animal agriculture since they don't want to spend any money. They don't want to pay any taxes. Fine, then you're not going to collect any either, you 
pieces of garbage, you garbage human beings, you animal abusers. I didn't smash the like button, but I licked it after liking it. That's all I ask. Be gentle to the be gentle to the like button. The like button is your friend. It's my friend. It's the way that we communicate that we our affection for one another. It's the way that the algorithm reads our desires and our inner workings of our minds. We we can only communicate through this one button. That one button is the only way that we're able to. We're like um like uh, Captain Pike in in Star Trek the original series where he can only answer with yes or no. Smash it, baby. Uh, where can I find clips of you on the news? Ooh, you know what? Um, I don't know. It's, it was on NBC yesterday. So uh, it's on, well, I'm always on local news. Uh, maybe I should be able to, I should be able to post it. I didn't, I didn't do any of the interviews yesterday. So I didn't actually talk to the camera. I'm like wandering around the background and my, my chicken truck is on there. I feel like the chicken truck's a part of me now. So it's not, it's not this beautiful face. This beautiful face is not on the news, but um, I'm I'm on it. I'm there. I promise you. I promise you. If you see that chicken truck, it's me in that in there in that in that truck. You should have some newspaper clippings of yourself if there's any. I should. You know what? I should have started that a long time ago, though. I've been on the news countless times over the years. Sometimes because I was supposed to be. Sometimes because I was not. But um, I've done so much television at this point. I wish you know. I used to share that type of thing on Facebook, but. I don't really, that's so funny. I should have, you know, maybe someday somebody else will. I'll be like the Gary Yurovsky. Harry Yurovsky, because I've got hair, and my last name is, I'm, I got hair. I'm not going to quit. I was, you know, reading Eisel's book. He's like, well, Gary Yurovsky quit. He ran away. He took a paycheck. He got a bunch of money, and then he left the movement. And I'm like, oh, that's a pretty cynical way of looking at it, but I guess you're right. You know, James Aspie's off doing porn on um, on friggin' OnlyFans, and I'm I'm just so sad about that. That the vegan movement has stories like that. Peter Singer has a sex scandal, and he's a depressing human being. You know, Peter Singer's sex scandal. Look it up. It's horrible. Why did Peter Singer have a harem of women? that were at his beck and call and uh and uh, the disgusting ways that he coerced and groomed them and uh, because and, and and he defended it with utilitarianism what do you know what do you know isn't that weird the utilitarianism you can defend having a harem of women in which you've uh he paid he paid for one psychotherapy but when the psychotherapist told him told her that she might not be in the best um might be not doing the best service to herself by involving herself with a married man who had a harem of women outside of his marriage that he told her he's not going to pay for psychotherapy anymore because it wouldn't be in his interest to do so the guy is utilitarian even in the way he handles his harem. Peter Singer, ladies and gentlemen, the father of the animal liberation movement. You see what I mean? I um, I'm very just. I'm, I was kind of. I, don't, I already hate Peter Singer, but um, you know, the more you think about this stuff, Gary Orofsky quitting, James Espy 
I, I, I don't know. I ain't quitting. I ain't quitting. Put it that way. Uh, are you vegan, says Traveler? I'm confused. Are you confused, Traveler? Don't be confused. You'll be all right. Stick around for a while. When I first saw vegans dumping milk, I was like, dairy farmers protesting again because they constantly do it, even if I even thought it was tame for them, not dumping on traffic or spraying at anyone. Yeah, I mean, they dump in the middle of the desert. There's desert cesspools of dairy. It's disgusting. We're all vegans, stupid vegan world. I'm vegan once, but I eat chicken. I like it, but we are not vegan if we think so because we all drink mother breast milk. Traveler, don't be a numquat. You see, mother's milk is given with consent. You see, do you understand consent, traveler? And I'm sorry, chicken, you eat chickens? You eat you eat baby chickens? What kind of an asshole would kill a small defenseless bird? Why would you do that, traveler? You just kill a small defenseless bird. What'd that bird do to you? That bird wished to go home. Do you know birds have things, things called nests? That they, they want to go home. They want to go home. And what you did, you decided to murder the animal instead of letting him or her go home. What a piece of garbage you are, traveler. What a piece of garbage you are that you would hurt an animal rather than just let them go home. They have friends. They have parent. They sing to their chicks when they're in their when they're still in their shells, when they're still in their eggs. They sing to them. <sighs> what a what a poor piece of garbage you must be. She is dead because of chicken, so I don't kill it. Traveler. Ah, traveler. Ten billion chickens are killed every year for dumbasses like you. And by the way, this is a channel for vegans, so see you later. See you never. I don't care. I only talk to vegans. Goodbye. 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 You're banned. All right. Stupid non-vegan. Stupid carnies. God, I hate them. Just disgusting. Such a lame model to have. Exactly. Traveler, are you a troll? You sound like one. I don't care if they are a troll. If you're not vegan, you're not welcome. The less taxes you pay, the less con you co you're contributing to subsidies that fund animal ag. Bingo. I don't think we should be sending any subsidies to agriculture at all. Zero. What happened to the free market? We love the free market, but no, let's give money to agriculture. That makes sense. Someone must, someone doesn't understand what veganism is. <laughs> nope. Doesn't understand. Karma will get traveler. Karma already has their ban. Traveler needs to get mentally travel and arrive in the moral baseline. Veganism. Thank you. Yep. Breast milk is a vegan. But eating chickens are. And also, nobody is vegan, but Traveler is. You heard it for your first, folks. Singer, of course, are disgusting. And other that 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 talk themselves into justifying just about anything. So there's really no moral in the end of the day. Exactly, because they're utilitarian. Let's go to Sunday Mass and cleanse our souls of Traveler. All hail the corn. It's got the juice. Killing and eating innocent animals is nasty. Exactly right. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. It is. You're absolutely right. You know what I'm saying? Did you hear that today, uh, you know, the council, city council votes on rodeo ban with protesters. The rodeo, they ban the rodeos in Los, Los Angeles. Can you believe it? They ban them. City council votes on rodeo ban with protesters on horseback outside, outside city hall. So the protests happened on the 5th and they decided that they're no longer going to have rodeos in Los Angeles, California. It's a big deal. You know, all of a sudden, 
um, Hispanic people got together like you're you're just taking away our culture. Uh, no, cultures change, and uh, torturing animals is not part of your culture. Uh, Jane Velez Mitchell was there, who stood up. You know, she's the she founded Jane on Chain TV. She stood up and she said, "How dare you? I'm I'm Hispanic. I'm Latina, and you say this is part of our culture, harming and torturing animals. How disgusting!" I love that because what a ridiculous notion. You were you you're hurting our culture. Your culture, your culture. Get the fuck out of here with your culture. First of all, fuck your culture. I'm so sick of people being, but it's my culture. That's not an excuse. That's not an excuse. There's no crying in baseball. Well, how dare you think that because it's your culture that you're allowed to do whatever you want to people or do whatever you want to someone who has less power than you. Oh my God. That's what people literally said in the South when we tried to get rid of them with human slavery, but it's our culture. I don't care if it's your culture. Who cares if it's your culture? If it's wrong, it's my culture to throw babies off of the cliff. Every full moon we throw, we only kill 10 babies every month, every, every full moon, every month, there's a full moon and we throw the babies off the cliff to, to feed the moon. What's the problem? It's our culture. Well, okay, then you're right. Okay. Well, you're well. You, I didn't know that. I'm sorry. I thought you were just throwing babies off the moon, off the cliff because, uh, you like doing it. No, we hate doing it, but it's our culture. Well, you drive a you drive a really hard uh, negotiation. You're right. I'm going to go away now. I'll stop protesting your baby killing activities because you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. There's no reason for me to be here anymore. Thank you for bringing to my attention that it's only your culture that drives you to commit these heinous acts against humanity. Thanks. I'll be on my merry way. Have fun with your culture. Singer is a sick freak. Yeah, Singer is a sick freak. And I'll tell you, um, Peter Singer, Peter Singer's sex scandal. Now Peter Singer argues that it might be okay to rape somebody. Yeah, publicly justified killing disabled newborn infants because of their disabilities in his book, Practical Ethics. What do you know? Yeah, Stubblefield claims the sex was consensual, a part of a loving re relationship. Do you want to know uh, really about Singer's uh, harem? Makes claim about having sex with animals. <laughs> it's so horrible. Ivy League professor promotes thought provoke. This guy is such a piece of garbage. Of course you. Of course Peter Singer had. Um, hold on. I want to try to find about his lawsuit. His lawsuit. Um, Karen, Karen Dawn versus Peter Singer. There's the transcript. Introduction. This action arises a two-decade period of continuing infliction of emotional distress. Began in 2022 when Peter Singer and Karen Don met and ended in 2020 with his resigning from the board of the nonprofit she founded. For much of that period, Karen Don was a gifted writer, radio host, and activist, but mentally and emotionally fragile. Peter Singer, far more stable and with much apparent professional power over, here, over her, took sexual and professional advantage of her state. His behavior 
here was part of predatory pattern that was extreme and outrageous, especially given his position. Oh, Peter Singer? Wait, Peter Singer, hold the phone. Peter Singer did this? The, the utilitarian? As a head of the ethics department at an Ivy League university, he caused her grave emotional distress, which is well documented in over 5,000 emails to, uh, between them. Complaint for intentional infliction of emotional distress, one, because of Peter Singer's position in the animal advocacy movement to which Karen Dawn had devoted her life on um, and his demonstrated willingness of, to professionally reward and punish women based on their sexual interest and professed regard for him, the relationship between the defendant and plaintiff was maintained long, was maintained long their sexual involvement ceased. <clears throat> probably long after their sexual involvement ceased. Karen Dawn felt forced to maintain a relationship and even cover for Singer in ways, particularly as the Me Too movement took hold in order not to jeopardize her own professional standing. Both the plant three, both the plaintiff and her ex-partner viewed the defendant's behavior as a major contributing factor in the dissolution of a relationship that had been strong before the plaintiff and defendant met, had been a source of great, well-documented happiness to the plaintiff, and which had for years guaranteed her financial security such that she could involve herself full-time in her professional advocacy work without the funding concerns that hamper many activists. Some of the acts and omissions engaged in by the defendant would be viewed as extreme and outrageous on their own merit, while others become so, according to the restatement of torts, which advises the extreme and outrageous character of the conduct may arise from the actor's knowledge that the, the other is peculiarly susceptible to emotional distress. He groomed her because he wanted, he knew that he could extreme and outrageous peter's acts are deemed santa barbara california defendant is peter singer a resident of new jersey and victoria australia who is the ira w decamp professor of bioethics at princeton a position he has held since 1999 jurisdiction is proper superior court of california santa barbara there you go i'm telling you the plaintiff ran a uh, animal media alert a list, which all new employees of PETA were instructed to sign up for. Oof. Defendant knew that the plaintiff's partner was in the midst of a divorce in the state of Texas and therefore off in a way which allowed the plaintiff to welcome the daily phone conversations. It gets really bad, guys. It gets so bad. I really recommend that you will look at the, um, at the trellis argument of, of Peter Singer it's really nasty. Please check it out when you have the time. Peter Singer had a harem that he groomed with extreme behavior where he would withdraw any kind of support and build these people's careers in animal advocacy. He's, it's just another, you know what I'm, it's, it's always again and again that these men, if you can call them that, these piece of shit men who coerce women into doing these things and then think they're, first of all, they think they're going to get away with, they have them cover up for him. The Peter Singer is running a sex cult. That's what's going on. And now 
can you explain utilitarianism to me like I'm four? Yes, I can. Uh, whichever decision, I have decision A and decision B, I want to make the decision that has the greatest utility or brings the most joy versus the most pain. So I want, or causes the least amount of pain for the greatest amount of joy. That's all. That's it. It's basically um, the trolley problem over and over again. It's I have four people on one trolley track and I have one person on the other trolley track. I pull the lever in order to kill one versus four. It comes in, you get all sorts of different scenarios. It's the trolley track over and over and over again. But at the end of the day, it's about is it okay to do XYZ? Yes or no? It's the the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few always without any it's it's strict utilitarianism is just that. It's always a math problem. Just who would want to have sex with him? Well, people men men in power often have people who are willing to have sex with them, especially when they hold power over them. When you have power over somebody, all of a sudden they seem like willing participants, but they're not because you have power over them. You're not allowed to fuck people you have power over. That's it. That's it. So finding the right way to do the wrong thing then, quite oftentimes that's what it is. Like, you know what? He has even said that like, well, if, if they're always running these idiotic um hypotheticals like so if human beings have been raised in a way that they were born into without knowing that they have any type of other alternative and at the age of 14 someone walks up behind them and shoots them in the back of the head and those people never knew it was coming and no pain is caused and we use the the meat off of that human and we feed that human to other humans in order to have a greater good isn't that that's utilitarianism that's utilitarianism. And this is something that literally, um, of course, I'm paraphrasing, Peter Singer said on Cosmic Septic, you get into these ghastly corners of the psyche that all of a sudden you're defending things that are just indefensible. Because rather than take into account any kind of morality or intuition or rights or um, respect, they say there's no such thing as rights, there's no such thing as respect, there's no such thing as morality. There's either, there's either there's good versus evil, there's pleasure versus pain, there's um, utility versus uh, non-utility, basically. So that's how they do it. I don't do maths good. Last time I ended up 2 plus 2 and got 420. Well, I think you did a great job on that one. Keep up the math. I think you're doing a good job. I like what, what if hypotheticals. Well, I mean, what if hypotheticals are fun? But um, I don't see what use. They don't really have any use. Uh, some might argue, well, that they'll test the limits of your own personal philosophy. Yeah, but that's masturbatory. I mean, that's just that's just masturbating. And there's nothing wrong with masturbation if you want to do it. And uh, people should be pro pro you know pleasure. But if that's all it is, I don't see the use for others. You see what I mean? Masturbation is about yourself. It's not about helping others. And most of these hypotheticals is usually just about you finding out, having fun with your own philosophical ideas. And that's okay, but that's not really um, helpful when talking about real world use cases. 
talking about when is it okay to rape someone? Well, if uh, if a Caligulan dictator takes a thousand people and says, hey, if Brad McDonald, if you don't rape this person and I'm going to kill these thousand, I'm going to kill these thousand innocent people. Will you rape that person? It's like, uh, I guess like, but what is this so stupid? This isn't real. This isn't a real world scenario. Well, then you, then you think rape is okay. So you see, and this is how, this is a game that utilitarians and threshold deontologists will use over and over again to try to tell you like oh you're against eating animals what if you if i could tell you that eating an animal will stop the holocaust that's something that vegan gains likes to say a lot vegan gains always does something like that well if you eat an animal the holocaust never happened what about then it's like no i if you say no then he's got you saying that the holocaust um should happen if you say yes and he says then you see then you're not against eating animals at all times see and it's like that has nothing to do with anything it, it's it's so idiotic imbecilic childish it's you'd have to be a moral imbecile to believe those hypotheticals have any bearing on real world discussions they don't matter Kayla Maria, if you traveling and wanted an excuse, did that hypothetical come up? If you're traveling and wanted an excuse, you know who always has that excuse? The Paris excuse, the Paris exception. That's a Peter Thinger, Singer thing. If you are traveling and you eat, if you're in, traveling in Paris and you're always vegan the rest of your life, but you're in Paris and you want to have a steak, you can have it because one thing that you do is not going to have an effect on the greater good so ridiculous i feel like i might be one of them lol to some degree i think i'm on an ethical hedonist if one exists well brad mcdonald the truth is utilitarianism is useful when you're talking about um the court of law when you're talking about nuancing the nuances of certain arguments and and you, you're trying to be fair as a rule right so when you're trying to write law and you're trying to do it in a logical cold way because that's how law is supposed to work law is supposed to be this cold deep like very cookie cutter way of handling our problems but then we also have judges and we have juries because we want to keep this a human process because the human still has to say yeah you see he did steal from the pharmacy but he stole from the pharmacy because he lost his job and his child was going to die that night so even though he did break the law what do we do now? Shall we take that into account? Maybe everyone says yes. So you might have mitigating circumstances. So all of a sudden you're outside of utilitarianism. You're outside of the Germanic law, Saxon law, you see, because the spirit of the law might still be, might still be observed without this um, draconian adherence to utilitarianism. So you see, you could be uh, sometimes utilitarian, that makes perfect sense. A lot of times you have to be because uh, sometimes you have to make a sacrifice to save more people. Spock has to get, has to save the ship. So he sacrifices his own life to save the enterprise. That's a decision he makes based on utilitarian logical, logical ideas. That's all. Sometimes you have to be. That's, 
but to say I'm only going to use one tool in my tool belt, I'm a human being. I got lots of tools in my tool belt, baby. You're limiting yourself. It's really a stupid thing to do to take one tool out of the toolbox and say, I'm going to say it's a hammer. And you know, as the saying goes, if the only tool you have is a hammer, everything starts looking like a nail. And that's Peter Singer's problem. Everything is not a nail. Some things require different things. We have we have all sorts of ecofeminism, deep ecology, the ethics of care. We have the vegan rights movement. We have rightism. We have Kantian deontology. We have all sorts of other nihilism. We have all sorts of different ways of looking at the world. If you only choose one view, you're being myopic. You're being you're limiting yourself. Why would you want to limit yourself? You're a human being. Don't limit yourself. I'm a utilitarian. That's all I can be. That's stupid. That's just stupid. That's handicapping yourself. You're hobbling. You're tying your shoelaces together. Come, let's run a marathon with me. Start building and thinking about your own personal philosophy so that we might have a wonderful adventure. Make this world, make this life a wonderful adventure. It should be being a, on a desert with 10 people, eight zombies, two non-zombies. You tell you when Tarion would have to feed himself to the zombies to defend his belief. Yeah, it's always something like that. Yeah. Instead of going to the barn with the mindset that I'm going to save as many lives as I can carry, I'm going I'm in thinking that I'm opening every cage and everyone is coming with me. Yeah. Um, not to get too much into utilitarianism, but let me just say, you don't need to have every single day, every single thing does not have to be one way of looking at it. You can have multiple ways of looking at something. It's okay. Don't limit yourself. You're a human being. You're not um, a robot. Don't don't try to be a robot. Robots suck. Danger, Will Robinson. The word that is convalesce. It's such a great word. I need to convalesce because I hurt my foot. I tweaked my foot and I'm trying to convalesce. I'm getting better. It's getting better though. I'm taking lots of ibuprofen and acetaminophen but I need to convalesce to recover health and strength gradually after sickness, injury, or weakness. Allow me to convalesce after my recent injury. Convalescing in Gemelli's 10th floor apartment reserved exclusively for hospitalization of pontiffs, the Pope. Okay. Did you know when you convalesce, you heal or grow strong after illness or injury, often by staying off your feet? And related adjective convalescent means recovering from the sickness or debility. And a convalescent home is a hospital for long-term recuperation rehabilitation. Convalescence comes from the Latin verb convalescere, which means, which combines the prefix com, meaning together with jointly, and valesere means to grow strong. Oh. There you go. Valisari, in turn, is related to the verb valere, means to be strong or well, which is also an ancestor of prevail. Oh, valor, value, and valid. Interesting. Convalescent. With strength. Great. With strength comes great responsibility. So please, convalesce. I mean... I think we can use this in our ad, in our in our advocacy, right? You know, after an animal is rescued, we need to have a time for them to convalesce and be, grow strong again, because um, they're not they're not allowed to grow strong in f farm environments. They want them weak and docile so that they're easily um, their throats are easily slit. You know what I mean? Mike, the musical vegan, has all tools. Tools for fixing bikes and things and stuff. Good. 
then stick with that. Why would you just want to have one tool? There's, you have so many tools. There's no reason to only have one. Give me a break. I can't believe friggin' Peter Singer has a sex scandal. It's unbelievable. Adweek says that um, recipe for disaster, impossible food CEO says plant-based meat marketing wokeness hurt the category. Is that true? Did, did we squander something? Did they, did they market for wokeness? And the CEO, impossible foods, Peter McGinnis wrote a primer on marketing Never alienate the American heartland and don't wag your finger at folks who love their burgers and chops. Oh, Jesus. Don't wag your finger at the people who love burgers and chops. Founders in the space are historically climate warriors. So do you think little awareness, lots of misinformation, startups and nations category face a marketing conundrum with McGinnis pointing to the very little awareness and understanding of pork, chicken, and beef substitutes, along with the raft of disinformation often spread by big beef, deep-pocketed friends. So, I mean, we realize that, like, the reason why the category was hurt with Beyond and plant-based meals is because the beef industry, the cow industry, the animal flesh merchants led a giant campaign against them, right? Like they, they pushed back hard. So I don't think it's surprising at all that, um, that the industry has been hurt. But what do you guys think? Do you think that marketing wokeness was what hurt the, what hurt the segment? I don't feel like they were marketing wokeness. Am I wrong? I didn't really see their marketing, to be honest. I never even saw marketing for any of these products. So what do you guys think? I'd love to know because I have zero clue that they were marketing towards woke people and wagging their finger at people who like burgers and chops. I don't think that's true. I mean, I think they were saying quite the opposite. I thought they were saying, hey, you like eating animals? You're going to love this shit. I think that's what they were saying. Speaking of people who love eating animals, is that I've heard that Beyond Orange Chicken is gaining traction. This petition is gaining traction, and um, Panda Express weighs in on the fate of the popular plant-based entree. Everyone loves this plant-based entree over at Panda Express, but they keep on bringing it out and then and then 86ing it. It's the pop most popular dish made together with vegan company Beyond Meat. Pan Express fans has something new to clamor about at all of its 2,300 locations. But they got rid of it. Despite its initial popularity, the vegan option was discontinued. Leading a petition on change.org. I have been craving it like crazy. Why aren't they allowing? They got crossed a threshold of 5,000 signatures, a spike that reflects a continued consumer desire that the dishes return. Why won't they bring it back? They sold 1,300 pounds of vegan orange chili, of vegan orange chicken, on the first day of July. With all sellout success across the test locations. Look at this thing. I've never, I, I had a little bit of it because Karina, Karina likes this stuff. So she and her sister go to Panda Express. They eat this. They like these chicken, this orange chicken from Panda Express. If you go to their Twitter every time or their Instagram every time that Panda Express posts anything. Every single time, there's a comment saying, bring back the vegan orange chicken. So, successful launch informed the expansion of BTOOC. 
Japan is 2,300 locations. However, the idea was always to run BTOC as a limited time item. So will they bring it back or what? The petition's growing support indicates significant consumer interest. They offers limited plant-based eggplant tofu. Blah. Yeah, I don't like any of their shit. So I, I don't, I'll, I'll never go there anyway. So what do I care? But they didn't, they did not confirm they'll bring it back. So what's going on here? Why won't they do it? Emphasize that all items are cooked and prepared in shared facilities and equipment, which may not align with dietary restrictions of other vegans. I don't know. Like, so I heard that when you went there, sometimes they'd also tell you, you know, it's not really vegan. We use diff- we use our own, we use the same shared facilities. Most vegans don't care about that. They just don't want to kill any animals. So like, bring back the fucking orange. It's so stupid to me. You have this, all these people want this product and people care enough about your business to tell you that. And you're going to just tell them to go fuck themselves. Is that the plan? Panda Express sucks. I always hated Panda Express. But then again, I don't think, can you, how can you eat at Panda Express? I, I'll never, I'll never eat at Panda Express. I don't do it. Um, I I don't think I, I don't even think I tried it when she brought it because I don't remember Karina and I, I I don't know I think she brought it once but I don't even remember trying it um, during vegan veganuary they introduced it and they sold a lot but you know how during veganuary they try to have um, they try to have different vegan options but yeah Sky is expressing his hatred of Panda Express. I never thought I never thought they were cool. I always thought they were gross. Like it's just mall Chinese food. It's Chinese food you buy at the mall. Like it's disgusting. I remember in high school there was one right next to the so I always during high school I knew you can get like for a couple bucks you get a slice of cheese pizza. That was in high school. And um or what or you can get little garlic rolls or something for a couple bucks. But right next door was was Panda Express, and kids would like line up for Panda Express, and I was just I always thought it was disgusting, like slurping down Chinese that this disgusting fake Chinese food, pink slime. Yeah, someone should make a vegan orange chicken food truck. They should, huh? I live in Eastern Canada, so we don't have vegan options. LOL, Brad McDonald. Now I feel sorry for you, my man. It's uh, it's so unfortunate. Eastern Canada, huh? Well, you can always come to the other side. I mean, you know, I'm sure you guys got supermarkets, you know. I never have vegan options at restaurants. But you know what? I don't trust restaurants. I don't trust them to wash their hands. And I don't trust them to not cross-contaminate. I try to limit my eating at restaurants. I've only eaten at one restaurant in the last two weeks. And I get paid to go to restaurants. Just not enough people would buy it. That's what they say, kind of vegan, but it seems that people are buying it and want to buy it. You know that food isn't safe, exactly. Veggie sub at Subway. I would do that if I were like stuck in Barstow. I always say like if you're stuck someplace and it sucks, then yeah, sometimes I'll eat like a... Like yesterday, I was in Macon, I was in Macon, Georgia, Macon, Georgia, and I was like, where are we going to eat? And I said, you know, fuck it. I don't even want to eat. Um, I'll just skip skip lunch. 
And the girls I was with, they were like, no, I want to, we want to eat. All right, fine. Pick a place. And I was this close. We were this close to going to Chipotle, this close to going to Chipotle. And I was like, fine, let's go to Chipotle. But then one of the ladies, the one that whispers, she was like, how do I know? Let's go. Let's go have a, let's go have a, um, a smoothie. And I said, great, let's go to have a smoothie. And so we went to go have a smoothie and that was fine. That was fine. We had a smoothie. So I will live off smoothie. I'd rather live off smoothies than go to a carny restaurant that serves vegan options. Yeah. I would still be glad if they had vegan options, even if I would never eat there. When I'm in a pinch on the road, I will have a veggie with delight with avocado instead of cheese. Not that bad. Vegan stallion. That's usually what I'll do. Last time I had Subway, I was in um, downtown Los Angeles at the Union Station, and there's a Subway there, and that was the only option for, for a vegan meal, and I had a veggie delight with avocado instead of cheese. That's what I did. Exactly that. You and me are quite the same on that vegan stallion in a jam on the road, go to Subway, veggie delight, avocado, no cheese. That's it. I totally, that's, that's my jam. That's what I have to do. It's just lettuce and bread at the end of the day, but uh, you know, it's okay. Olives, school prison hospital food is all shit. That's right. School prison hospital food. That's what Panda Express is. Panda Express is school prison hospital food. They don't have the veggie patty over by me anymore, and their iceberg lettuce tastes like paper. In German, we have a saying. It says, in der Not frisst der Teufel fliegen. And what that means is, in an emergency, the devil will eat flies. He prefers souls, but he'll eat flies if he has to. And that's how I feel about this. I don't like Subway or Chipotle or any of these places. But yeah, if I'm in Barstow and I'm in the middle of the desert and there's nothing to eat, but there's a Chipotle and they got vegan options, I'll say, like, fine, give me one of those veggie burritos. Fuck me. And I'll do it and I'll complain about it, but I'll eat it. So there you go. That's, that's my take. Um, I generally will not want to eat at a restaurant that is not vegan. And even then, I don't like eating eating at restaurants. Don't trust them. Don't trust them. Not at all. Poland plans to censor labels of plant-based meat products. Poland wants to censor us, guys. What the heck? In the, dra in the draft decree, the Polish Ministry of Agriculture sets out plans to censor the use of terms like ham, smoked meat, and sausage on vegan products. This is something that happened in Turkey. I think, where is it? I think I've been here. Where is this? Vegan meat products. I've been to Poland. I've been to Warsaw and I've been to Krakow. I think this might be Warsaw. I don't know. I love Poland. It's such a cool place. It's so gorgeous. Vegan Wagonski. Shorma. I don't know. Wagonski. Vegan meat is growing more popular in Poland. They don't want to use it. You can't use steak, escalope, and ham on vegan products made or sold in France. So all sorts of governments are banning the use of language. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've uh, reached 1984 Orwellian uh, Newspeak. We can, we're going to control the way you talk so we can control the way you think because we want to convict you of thought crimes. Great. Great minds think alike. You're absolutely right. 
Thank you so much for being here, ladies and gentlemen. It's been an hour, and today the pre-shift has been fun. I'm going to skip the today in history. Happy uh, International Anti-Corruption Day. I hope that you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. Look up this Peter Singer stuff. It's unfucking believable. I think it's it's just like apparently in June 20th it started happening. Don watch Peter Singer is not animal liberation now. <sighs> Thought it was interesting to communicate. It's just so horrible, guys. This stuff, like you know. While Don claims it is important that Singer filed a demurrer rather than contesting factual allegations in court, no one should update on the legal st strategy. Almost any rational litigant would have done the same thing given the, the procedural posture. I mean, over 80% of defendants' co-authors during the period relevant to this case were women. All the defendants' female co-authors during this period relevant to the case are women with whom the defendant has been sexually involved or to whom he has made clear his sexual interest. That's so disgusting. Peter Singer, all of Peter Singer's female co-authors during his during this period relevant to this case are women with whom the defendant has been sexually involved. Think about this. All of the women All the defendants, female co-authors, um, Peter Singer. It's so depressing. You can't, you just, it just never works out, does it? So I guess, you know, Peter Singer now has a sex scandal and... Um, Well, there you go. Peter Singer, Wayne Xiong. Who's next? Who's next? Peter, Peter's been getting around. Exactly. Chipotle's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, in a jam, it's pretty good. Yeah. I think being vegan had to be celebrate. <laughs> you mean to tell me that we're supposed to be having orgies? Not just orgies, but orgies with women that are questionably consenting. Yeah. All right. Well, um, you know what? Today I decided to try to do a um, AI affirmation. And this, I, I used the Bing AI, the co-pilot, Microsoft Bing AI. Do you want to hear it? Do you want to hear it? It's, I thought it was pretty good. Let's see. Let's see if you like the Bing AI affirmation. You ready? All right, here we go. I am the future of the planet, and I am proud to be vegan. By choosing a plant-based diet, I am making a positive impact on the environment and the world around me. I am reducing my carbon footprint, conserving natural resources, and promoting animal welfare. I am also taking care of my own health and well-being by consuming wholesome and nutritious foods. I am part of a growing community of conscious individuals who are committed to creating a better future for all. I am grateful for the opportunity to make a difference, and I am excited to see what that future holds. Remember, very small steps count. Every small step counts, sorry. And together, we can make a big difference.
that's the affirmation of the day. What do you think? I think mine are better. I think I write better than the AI. What do you think? But I think it's fun anyway. Thanks, everybody. It's so hard to not abuse animals. Colonies can fuck themselves. They'll fuck themselves. This is a shot of all Uh, AI as well. Oh, thank you, Benji. Thank you, man. You know what, Benji? I was actually kind of sad yesterday. Someone said on the on, I think maybe it was you, or like, you know, no one's giving you donations today. And I was like, yeah, nobody donates anymore. But I look at, I look at Richard, Richard, who uses words like the he calls people retarded, and he he gets he gets lots of people who give donations to him. I don't know. People love vegan gains, but I do a show every single day. And um, I do a show every single day trying to get people started on the right foot for veganism. Talk about vegan stuff in the morning. And, you know, I, I really – it wasn't you. I know. Donate. You donate sometimes. Yeah. But somebody was like, hey, how come no one donated? And I was like, I don't know, man. Maybe people just don't like me as much as they like Richard. I don't know. In the in the meantime, thank you so much, everybody. Illegitimate, non camarada. If you aren't part of the Patreon, please become one. Or if you maybe you need to become part of a, a channel member, or just go to veganofcourse.net and get yourself a little um, get yourself a shirt or a hat. The hat or the shirt looks pretty good. We got really cool stuff at the shirt and the hat. There's my veganofcourse.net. There it is. All right. Thanks, everybody. I appreciate it. Illegitimate, non carborundum. Don't let the bastards grind you down. Because I need you. We need each other. And the aminals definitely need you. Thanks. How do you donate here? You just hit the, the little... There's like a little money button on the um, on YouTube. Don't worry about it. I'm I'm only half, but every once in a while, if you want to put a dollar in the jar, I would greatly appreciate it. Illegitimate, not government. Don't let the bastards grind you down. Appreciate you guys. Bye.